Welcome to Voice Over Work, an audiobook sampler. Where do you listen? Today is Monday, January 22nd, 2024. In today's featured book, we ask you to step into the cutthroat world of advertising, where a young couple seeks to build the agency of their dreams while standing strong against betrayal, envy, and cutthroat ambition. From author James R. Gregory and publisher Best Selling Publishers, we bring you three books in one, Small Fortunes by James R. Gregory. The youngest of five children, Stephen Stackhouse always felt like he was behind in a race where he was striving to catch up with his siblings' success. They were all married, enjoyed nice homes, and drove the latest cars, while he was struggling to pay off college loans and barely making ends meet. However, Steve was determined to be successful despite the long odds against him. It didn't make it easier that he aspired to be a creative director at a prestigious Madison Avenue advertising agency. Still, early on, he realized that he didn't have enough talent or connections to make that goal a reality. After college, Steve found a job doing paste-ups for a firm that contracted out menial projects for blue-chip agencies. He wasn't paid well, but was lucky to have a job, considering the difficulty of the economic recession in 1975 and the immense competition for any job relating to the advertising industry. He felt that being close to his chosen field would someday pay if someone discovered his talent and gave him a break to become an art director that would ultimately move him up the corporate ladder. Unfortunately, after four years of doing paste-ups, he began to feel he was even farther from his goal. Several times, he forced his creative ideas on his supervisor, only to be rebuffed and scolded about wasting the client's billable time on nonsense. It was then that he realized that his dreams were not going to happen in the present circumstance. Nevertheless, Steve was always the first to work and the last to leave at night, and he never failed to wear a tie and a sports coat because he never knew when the right opportunity would come along that would advance his career. Today was one of those days when the world seemed against him, and there's no place on earth lonelier than a crowded subway in New York City. The subway's cars screeched steel on steel, piercing every thought, allowing for no relief from the grinding mix of machinery and people. Steve never expected to see his hope for the future was riding in the same subway car across a sea of humanity. The vision, in the form of a beautiful young woman, who happened to be on the same conveyance, was heading home after a long day at work. While he didn't believe in love at first sight, he immediately realized that this was what they call thunderstruck, based on his heartbeat alone. Steve was never particularly good at meeting women, since most of the girls he dated had sought out him. When the subway suddenly stopped and the pretty young woman got off the train, he momentarily lost sight of her. Steve spontaneously pushed his way off the subway as well, even though he was several stops from his destination. He was still clueless 
about what he would say to her when nature suddenly provided the convenient answer. A summer rainstorm had turned into a downpour, and while the young woman didn't have an umbrella, Steve always carried one, just in case. He offered it to the young woman, who readily accepted out of absolute necessity. Nancy Crocker was skeptical by nature. She had reason to be. Who was this guy who offered the umbrella? He didn't look like a rapist or murderer, but in New York you could never be sure. Still, he had saved her from a drenching, and for the moment he was her rescuer. Nancy had noticed out of the corner of her eye that Steve had pushed his way off the train at the last minute, and she assumed that he'd just lost track of his stop, which was easy to do. To make small talk, Nancy asked him if he lived nearby, and when Steve foolishly responded that he lived several subway stops away, it reinforced her worst fears that he was a stalker. They hardly spoke the rest of the three blocks to her apartment building, and when they arrived at its entrance, she stopped Steve cold at the vestibule. Nancy thanked him for the umbrella and his heroic offer to walk her home in the storm. As she turned away to leave, Steve offered a parting gesture. He suggested that they have lunch. After providing her office phone number to Steve, the parlay concluded. And that wraps up today's episode from author James R. Gregory and his book, Small Fortunes. We're glad you joined us today and hope you'll join us again next week as we preview a new work from VoiceOver Work, an audiobook sampler. Where do you listen? <laughs>